You're a young teenager in the in your house in the middle of the night. You had an argument with your parents about your homework. You storm up into your room and shut the door. You turn off the lights. And all of a sudden you cue on, you decide to play a that video game. And you bought. And you start to play it thinking, wow, this is so awesome. And then and the the bad guys keep showing up scarier and scarier and scarier. And as you're playing in the dark, all of a sudden your door swings open and you scream like a little bitch. What? Punch that clock for us people. It's time for another night shift. Of fear. Hello and welcome everyone. Again, as Brian says, time to punch in because it's time for the night shift. And you're here with the night shift bandits. Of course, here um, it's me, your boy Zach, and I have here Thomas. Introduce yourself. Take yourself off the mute. <laughs> okay. I was already willing to do that, but hey, it's Master Honored Thomas here. I, uh, I I'm gonna talk about a dude with scissors. Hello, everybody. It's the autistically awkward Ace Degenerate, and your fantastic intro man here once again, Bri Bri, the cool guy. I'm going to talk about uh, psychic private eyes and people who are obsessed with blood. Got your boy OPC in the building. What up? What up? Dead space. And then a lot of honorable mentions such as uh, Predator, Aliens, and Friday the 13th have been made into video games. So we'll go over that as well. And last but not least... Oh. Joe, Joe Cass from the from the skies. Um, and what I'm gonna be talking about is the game Manhunt, which really need a motherfucking upgrade to that game. Like, updated today? Didn't they ban it? No, updated, not banned it. No, no, they they banned it for a little bit back in the day, but yeah, they banned it. In, uh, um, in, that, that's kind of over it now. In New Zealand. They banned it. Of course they did. Oh. Okay. I mean, just right. that's why right. they have great right. game. But of course, of course, um, and I, I guess I'll say what I'm talking about. Um, I'm going to be talking about Call of, Call of Cthulhu, the Dark Corners of the Earth, and of course, a nice little eight-bit game called The Last Door, which is scarier than it looks. Okay. <laughs> to go ahead and get some housekeeping out the way let's why don't you guys just take your fingertips and just go ahead and find us at the night shift bandits on all social media platforms or better yet you can go into the link of our description all links should be there if you want to donate to us on patreon definitely go ahead and do that if you don't want to do the whole monthly thing definitely go ahead and hit up our gofundme account where you can just definitely donate any amount you wish to donate of course if you'd like to hear about love and or life and or relationships and or genitalia horrible genitalia listen to our other podcast perspectives discussions where we just simply talk about everything going on in the world in regards to culture relationships the craziness that is relationships and the craziness that is the world that we live in so find that anywhere you get your podcast from and of course any social media platforms and of course all links are in the description below so Guys, today we are, as you all heard, we are talking about horror games. Of course, 
you know, it's that spooky season. So we're going to go ahead and touch on, like you said, some Resident Evil, a little bit of Resident Evil, some Dead Space. Um, going to go ahead and touch on some Cthulhu stuff. So we got a jam-packed show for you all. So let's go ahead and get started. So Theo. Yo. Go ahead and get started, my brother. What's up? Man, man, man. So we had the Resident Evils. They were cool. We had the Silent Hills. They were okay too. But I'm sorry. I'm going to offend a lot of people by saying this. My shit is Dead Space. That's the that's the horror franchise for me. Okay? Alien zombies in space for the win, dude. Exactly, exactly. And that's what Dead Space is. Dead Space is a mixture of the Aliens franchise mixed with the thing. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 a co- it's a combination of both of those. So, for those of you that are unfamiliar with Dead Space and how dare you if you are. Anyway, a massive deep spading uh, mining ship goes dark after unearthing a strange artifact on a distant planet. Engineer uh, Engineer Isaac Clark and his friends embark on a repair mission only to uncover a nightmarish bloodbath on the ship. So every crew member on that ship is horribly slaughtered and infected by what is called necromorphs. And the only reason why... um, that ship was the U. The ship was called the USG Ishimura. It's it's like I said in the title of, or whatever. It's a mining ship. Um, Earth basically started to run out of all its resources. So the people in this universe or in that version of Earth uh, had to look elsewhere to get materials, and they uncovered this artifact. And the artifact made people go crazy. It also brought people back from the dead. Hmm. Um, and what I mean by people going crazy, they hallucinated. You know, like if uh, somebody in your family died, you would actually see him, her, or it. Because some people saw their pets and stuff too, you know? Um, like Isaac, spoilers, I guess as well, because I'm, I'm going to spoil some of the game. Um Isaac's wife, I think, or maybe his girlfriend. I think it was his girlfriend. I don't think they were here. It was his girlfriend. His girlfriend, yeah. His girlfriend was on the ship um, before he had got there, and uh, she ended up killing herself because, you know, that's what the artifact does to people. Like I said, it makes people go crazy. And um, throughout the first game, Isaac sees her over and over and over again. But we know she's dead because we saw the video of her killing herself. But we also, again, through the eyes of Isaac, are like, wait a minute, is she really dead? You know, because some of that stuff looks, you know, real. Yeah. And um, on a quick side note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do believe there is a short animated movie depicting what exactly happened on the Ishimura as well. Uh, there it is. There it is, my guy. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt you guys. No, no, you're good. No, no, please chime in, chime in, dude, chime in. Yeah, I, I watched it, and oh, the guts in that's so brutal. Yeah, yes. that was that was wild. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because I completely I, forgot about it until you said something. Same here. Same here. I am, and I am so sorry that I, I did forget about that. How dare I? There's two. There's two actually. There's two um, animated yeah. films. Really? Yes. Hold on. Let me pull that up real quick. You guys. Please do. Please do. But um, like I said, people were hallucinating. They saw their dead relatives. It made people kill themselves and or other people. You know, and just like in some, I'll say in some franchises, there's always this crazy. Okay, I might get bashed for this. It's a it's a crazy religion behind this whole thing too. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, the church. It's it's. I forgot what the that organization was called, but it was a church. Church of Unitology. Yeah. yeah. Thank, thank you. Thank you, my was, brother. I was gonna say thank it was something you. in relation to like science, Scientology, but yeah, you, you yeah, got it. Yeah, you got, yeah it. you got it. Yeah, you know. And according to them, this is the best thing that man found, even though they saw what happened when people got near this artifact, they still decided to, you know, forget, you know, unsee all the carnage that it that it created. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, this is this is. We we need to pray to this thing. That's that's why people aren't lo- people are losing their mind and doing this. Like no no, they're no matter what you do, you're going to go crazy with this because you because you're near this thing. The further away you are, the better you will be. You know what I'm saying? And what's crazy though, it's not just one artifact. There's a I don't know how many, but there's at least twelve or more that they've they've come across. And, 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 and how did I know that you were going to say that there was going to be 12? <laughs> that's the that's that's the number for video games, I guess. Maybe I don't know. It's not 16, Joe. It, <laughs> it, it's got to be that sort of yeah. number because it, it, it just kind of makes it like yeah. it maybe like one for three months a year or something yeah. like that. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, um, they, they, they've discovered them. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, bro. You found it. Uh, yeah, real quick. Um, yes, so sir. they did have two films. Mm-hmm. One of them was uh, Dead Space Downfall, which is the one we were originally talking about. Yeah. And the other is called Dead Space Aftermath. Aftermath, yes. Yes. Yeah. That's the one I didn't see. Okay, well, check um, that out, dog. And then, just real quick, we have Dead Space Extraction, which is for the Wii, which I heard was pretty decent. It was okay. Uh, you have Dead Space Ignition. Mm-hmm. And then we just have Dead Space on mobile, which we don't count. <laughs> no, no, we don't count mobile. No. <laughs> Nope. I, and it, don't get me wrong, I tried to play every Dead Space because I was, like I said, I'm I'm all in. Like, I was neck deep in, de- in Dead Space. Like, beat to hit. I'm six foot four, so I'm, I'm up to my neck in Dead Space, dog. That's how much I love this fucking series. You know what I'm saying? Bought part one, played... I've I, I, I beat part one, I kid you not, fellas, at least 15 to 20 times. Oh, I'm jealous. Okay. Um, so I bought it from my Xbox. Okay, I mean, I can't, I can't even Okay, I bought it from my Xbox 360. I, I had my P3 and I had my Xbox 360 at the same time. My P3 got the red dot of death. So, I, and I couldn't get it fixed. So I didn't have the cash to fix it at the time. So I was like, forget it. I need to, I need to up upgrade my, um, my Xbox games anyway. Dead Space came out. All right, let me see what this is about. I got 100% on it. Okay? Earned every achievement. That's what Xbox has. Achievement. Did every achievement. Every single one. 
and you can't do that on one playthrough. You have to have at least five to six. No BS. All right. So then finally got my P3 fixed. I'm like, you know what? I love the game that much. Bought it for the P3. Got 100% with a platinum on that one too. Okay. So that's 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 about a good 10 to 12, 13 playthroughs. No BS. Then one of my homies that I grew up with, he he bought Dead Space. He played it, played it a couple of times, a little, you know, but didn't beat it, didn't get far. He was like, you know what? Um, do you mind earning these trophies for me? And I was like, hell no, I don't mind earning those trophies for you, bro. Consider yourself done. This game is done. I'm a, I'm gonna earn 100 percent in this game too. Now, seeing how I knew what to do for by it by this time, I was able to get the trophies a lot faster. You know what I'm saying? That's why I want to say at least 15 to 20. You know, but yeah, I hundred I, I got 100 percent three times, two PS3s, one Xbox. I told you. I'm I'm down with Dead Space, yo. I'm no bullshit. Killed that fucking game. Dismemberment. You know, and this is the reason why I like part one so much over two and three. Even though I love all three, and some people hate on three, but and I and I, I understand why it's not as scary as the first one. And part one is scary as fuck. And I'm gonna tell you why in a sec. But part one, you had to shoot them in the limbs. You had to. That was the only way you were going to kill these necromorphs, okay? Shoot them in the face. I mean, shoot them in the chest all you want to. They're not going down. Can I add something to that real quick? Um, Yes, please do. At that time, I remember everyone saying that that's so unique because of the fact that you only shot the limbs, you didn't shoot the head. Because most games, most horror games, you shoot the creatures in the head, and nine times out of ten, they'll kill them, right? Especially if it's zombies. No. Shoot them in the head, they'll still come running after you. Oh, for damn sure. Like, I remember yeah. I shot a necromorph right in the head. Head flew off, but the body was still going. Yep. It was still chasing me as if it knew where I was, which they do. Yep. Yeah, and they still do. Yeah, that's what made that series unique. But go ahead, continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that's what made it unique, and that's what made it scary. Like, no, you can't kill them the same way you would kill everything else. Shoot it in the head. That's the first thing we do. No matter what it is and if it's not the head then it's the body next and again I've, I've i've tested it out no you cannot take them down by shooting them in the in the head or the or the body you know if you un- unload like almost your whole uh like a, a whole clip or two maybe three then eventually yeah you might kill them but by that time you're probably dead your damn self because they don't stop they don't stop they're unfucking relentless bro so yeah, what I was saying, yeah, go on, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, they don't stop. And the thing is, they get more powerful as time goes on. Like, yeah, yes. I remember, um, wasn't there like one necromorph that was practically impossible to kill until you found like a certain device to actually certain just, device. And even then, you yeah. had to like lit- that device was just like nullified yeah. it completely. Yeah, and 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 it's it's their version. It was their version of Nemesis, basically. Like it was unstoppable. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and I, yeah. I hated this damn creature too, man. Because yeah. you, you can shoot the, you can shoot his limbs off, but they're growing like right back. Yeah, and, and so I like mean, you can do that right to back. like slow it down. Yeah, that's all you did. Yeah, that's you all you did. It. Yeah, you slowed it down and pissed it off. Yeah. That's it. That's all, you, that's all you did with this damn thing. <laughs> it was so yeah. pissed off. Yeah, and you so and like you you and the 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 whole atmosphere was it was gritty. 
know what I'm saying? Especially if you did turn up the uh, the lights, you know, for it. If you if you left it at its default setting, you couldn't see shit. You couldn't hardly see anything. Like you like, remember how aliens this this new aliens is for us, Joe? It's it's dark. It was dark just like that. Well, you played Dead Space one, yeah. So you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, um, yeah. but for like the but, audience here, like you know, yeah, for the audience here. But it's yeah. it's 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 a very very dark game, and you do have a light on your gun, and I'm gonna say you need that. And you know what's crazy too? The game's default setting is dark, but you can actually go darker if you wanted oh, to. Yes, it, it wasn't on this darker setting. It was not. I mean, that like, makes sense, but yeah, you know, like I'm sure if, you don't if, want it yeah, like if if it was from one being the darkest to ten, the game came in at, at like a three or four, mm-hmm. but you can but you could go darker to one, and if you really want that one of that scary as hell feel, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but yeah, um, what I was saying earlier, like one, you had to shoot off their limbs, you had to. Now, in two, it was kind of the same, but they let you get away with it. As far as like shooting their heads off and shooting them in the body a little bit, but in three they just got they they, they completely got rid of that. You were, you were you were able to just shoot them anywhere and they would die. That's the only thing for me that I was disappointed in in three, because you had to have strategy. Like if you had three, four, five, six of these necromorphs and they're like they they were the same height as you, running after you, you know, okay, what what do you do? Shoot off legs first or shoot off arms first? Shoot off arms first, they can't slash you. They can't grab you. You know what I'm saying? And they can't really attack you. But then, well, they still had their head, so they can attack with their head. But shoot off their legs first, then they're crawling after you. And they're not as fast, though. So I always, and I mean always, went for legs. Now, the cool thing about... No, go ahead, go ahead. Real quick. um, Thomas said you have about two minutes left on your timer. Oh, man. So that's two? That's just, oh, man. Uh, just I can feel. go so much. I can say so I much. I know. I, I can feel oh. it. But try, uh, try to, yeah. yeah it's all good. It's, a, it's cool. Yeah. I, I've been talking that long already. I can't believe it. Yeah, I know, it. right? I was shocked too. I was like, I know. It doesn't feel like long, but it has been. It's crazy. It does not feel like I've been, it feels, it feels like I only had five minutes. But anyway, well, <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Well, uh, I love Dead Space. Again, love it. Like I said, they have a remake. I think that's what it is—a remake of Part One, or is, yeah, it's, it's rumored to be a remake. Like it's rumored to be a remake, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I'm I'm stoked. I mean, however much money this thing costs, it's already paid for, fam. Like no 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 BS. I I don't care. It here here's my money. Here, give me the deluxe edition, the left arm missing edition, the hit the hit whatever edition they're gonna call it. I'm I'm there. I'm I'm paying for it. So, yeah, um, yeah. That's 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 all I got to say about Dead Space. Then, man. Yeah, I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut it off. Let me cut it off right there because I, I can go. I, yeah, I can go more. But uh, so about yeah. that last boss in Dead Space. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh 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 oh. Real quick. This is this is the this is this is the reason why I said it was scary to me. Okay. Um, real quick. So this this is tells you how much I played the shit. So when you go down the hallway, sometimes you don't see the creature. Sometimes you might see like a shadow or whatever. So I had played it enough where one day I woke up and I saw that fucking shadow in my room. And I'm like, wait, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah, I, I'll let's stop it at there because I can go yep. on too. Yep, I'm gonna leave it right there, fam. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna say anything because I feel like it'll trigger a conversation. <laughs> um, off mic, we'll, right. we'll continue this one day. But yeah, yeah all right. Indeed, uh, indeed. Who's next, yo? Who's next, Goldberg style? Who's next? Who's next. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll go next. I'll go. Next. All right. Um. So okay. So for my games here, as mentioned before, I'm gonna go ahead and talk about. First, we're gonna go ahead and talk about Call of Cthulhu, and particularly the dark corners of the earth. So essentially, this game was a PC game. At least I got it on PC. It's on. It's, it's still on Steam right now, actually. Mm-hmm. And essentially, you play as like this. Uh, I, I want to say he was either a detective or a reporter. I'm pretty sure he was a, a detective. And the game starts off with you going up to this house, right? Essentially, this house on the hill was was essentially taken over by a cult, right? So you go in, um, the cult's trying to like hold down the police, so it's up to you to sneak in the back and make an opening for them and save the people inside, right? So as you're exploring the this mansion or whatever, yeah, you run into the cult members, you beat them or whatnot, but you start to see all these weird symbols. Come to find out, a lot of these guys are in relation to a lot of Eldritch horrors in regards to... Um, Cthulhu and Dagon. And particularly Dagon, that's essentially who the... Even though the game is called Call of Cthulhu, it centers around mm-hmm. Dagon. <laughs> who, if you don't know Dagon... Yeah, he's essentially what's, what's like, Dagon? Him and, Mom, and Mother Hydra are essentially gods of the sea. Oh. So what they do is that they actually... Their main control is over this town called Innsmouth, or Innsmouth, if you will. And that's where the Deep Ones live. The Deep Ones are essentially fishmen. So imagine Aquaman, except he looked more fishy and more evil. Kind of like, um... Oh, shoot. Never mind. I can't think of his name right now. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, so... Rayco from Darkstalkers. That's what I was thinking. They're pretty much like that, except they're all evil. Yeah. Like, they're literally, like, mindless drones that... You know, if you are an outsider, especially... Mm-hmm. And if you were, and if, and if Mother Hydra and Dagon wills it, they'll kill you. Like, they literally have like a cult mentality, and this is the whole town. So, one of my favorite parts of the game is that you first enter the town, right? And again, it's a small town, and you're an outsider. So, people already don't trust your ass. <laughs> so, and the cool thing about it is that if you are if you have a, a keen eye you'll actually see one of the townsmen follow you and they're following you throughout the whole this whole section of the game just this one guy just following you keeping tabs on you and you'll see him like if you turn around you'll see him creeping out of the um of the corner it's actually pretty creepy and oh and i just described what they looked like so these guys they look like um when they're in like their human forms, they have a lot of fish features. Like they have bug eyes, for example. Their mouths mm-hmm. are big and wide. You know, they talk as if they're practically underwater, but not really. You know, they have like a bit of a sliminess. Most of them are like a little bit overweight. Like you have some that are skinny, but a lot of them are overweight or whatnot. Like they don't. Like they look like something's wrong with them. You know, but again, during this section of the game, eventually, you know, you right. 
because your character is very nosy, you find out some stuff about the town, you find out about Dagon and the cult of Dagon that exists within the town. And then, so eventually what happens is that the t whole town runs after you. So you have a whole bunch of just fish people, like Frankenstein style, Frankenstein style. You have a whole mob with pitchforks and <laughs> flames and whatnot just coming after you. And you have to run away before they catch you. Then eventually, you know, you get into the whole, like, uh, lore of Dagon. Uh, you get into the whole lore of Cthulhu, at least a little bit. And, of course, I mean, I'm not going to spoil the ending, but it's, as in with many of H.P. Lovecraft's stories, this is similar to the fact that this isn't a, a good ending. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Right, right. So, um... Again, the game is old. Let me see when it came out. So I'm pretty sure this came out like 2000. I'll double check. Hold One second. Yeah, this is the first time I'm actually hearing about the game. So yeah. it's yeah. pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's just like an early first person shooter. So, you know, if you can get past the graphics and some of the jankiness of the controls, it'll be cool. What's this, what system did it, did it come out on? What system? So, this came out... Actually, yeah, this came out back in 2005. Uh, and essentially, it came out on the original Xbox and PC. So, you can only find this on Steam. At least for right now. Right, right, right. So, definitely check this out. Uh, this is one of my favorite games. Like, it's an oldie, but a, but a goodie. And it's a very creepy game. Like, a lot of the ideas that they have in here, shamefully, have not been transferred over to other games. Like, again, having that guy follow you as you're investigating the town is very creepy. And the town's already creepy, right? So, and then, oh, and that's what I forgot, forgot to mention. They have an insanity meter, too. So every time you directly look at a creature or some shit's happening, your sanity will go down. And it'll get to. And that's kind of like a other game. That's uh, what was that? Beyond, not Beyond Good and Evil, was it? I think it was Beyond Good. Not Beyond Good. No, no, no. It was um, it was another game with a similar title into that. Eternal Darkness. Eternal right, Darkness. right. Yeah, yeah. Eternal yeah. Darkness. Eternal Darkness had that. And a lot of games nowadays, I think Amnesia has that too. So they kept the uh, insanity meter, but like a lot of the aesthetic effects, a lot of like the craziness of it like the innovation and the horror and just make me feel immersed in this world we're not taking the other game so i think it's definitely a game that is not talked about enough at all so all right i can agree with that i mean uh eternal darkness wasn't talked about at all and it had a very good yeah. um yeah. game mechanic and there's a couple other games that have very good game mechanics that just aren't being used anymore. Definitely. Eight minutes? Okay. Awesome. Alright. So, the next game I want to talk about here is called The Last Door. Um, so, so this game right here is actually a game that's created by the guy, the guys over at the development studio, The Game Kitchen. Um, they made such great classics as Blasphemous, which is in itself... As Thomas and I looked at on Twitch, is a very creepy game. 
that I don't know what the hell's going on with that game. But we're not here talking about Blasphemous. We're talking about The Last Door. So, The Last Door essentially stars um, this guy named uh, Jeremiah DeVitt, right? The, the setting takes place in Victorian England. And again, like with most of these creepy games based off HP Lovecraft, it essentially focuses on, again, a cult who is trying to open up what's called The Last Door. It's been a while since I played the game, so excuse me if I get some details wrong. But one thing that attracted me to this game was the fact that even with like 8-bit graphics, because it gets to a point where the characters themselves don't have actual faces. That's how 8-bit it is. Like, it's old school graphics. But the storyline... The sound effects especially, the setting, the creepiness of it is very captivating. You know, like, the story itself is broken up into two parts. Because you have the last door one, last door two, right? And again, um, you play like as a, an investigator. And, you know, you're just going out investigating these different cults or whatnot. Come to find out you get wrapped up in it. And come to find out, hell... You start to go insane from it your damn self, you know? You start to be affected by the things that's happening around you. And it brings up the question, like, are you trying to save people from this threat? Or are you becoming a part of the threat, you know? And then it has, like, a lot of mystery to it. It has a lot of suspense to it as well. And, you know, you start to care about some of these characters. And you start to feel the dread that's coming from the game in itself. So, definitely a fun game. Definitely good. And I would say definitely check it out. Don't let the graphics turn you off from it. Definitely check the game out. Like I said, it's called The Last Door. So definitely, definitely check that out. Please, 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 please. And definitely props to uh, the Game Kitchen for making such a creepy and suspenseful and horror game. Horrible horror game. So. Um, and for right now, that, yeah, that's it for me. So. Nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll go. So for me, my first pick is going to be a sinking city. Uh, like you, it's also a Lovecraft-based game. Not quite as following the story as the Call of Cthulhu games did, but it does play on all of the lore behind the Lovecraft books. You know, uh, it's set in this town called Oakmont, where you are a private eye by the name of Charles Reed. <laughs> and Charles Reed was a former sailor on the USS Cyclops. Now, some of you might know that name. Uh, the Cyclops was a famous research vessel that disappeared into the Bermuda Triangle. And in this story, Reed is the only survivor of that mysterious disappearance. And upon returning, he had these weird abilities. So, think of the assassins of the Assassin's Creed franchise and their eagle vision. Essentially, Charles Reed is what you might call a psychometer. A psycho. Okay. He has the ability to sort of retrace the happenings in 
areas, be it looking at objects or simply just being in the room of a certain place. And so Reed finds himself plagued by all these crazy visions because of his unique abilities. And he finds himself desperately trying to figure out what the hell these are, what's going on. He's constantly seeing himself in this submerged city. It's a submerged city, and there's these giant monsters floating above. He has no idea what's going on. And so he starts reaching out and figuring out something, and he receives letters from a certain person in a certain town off the on an island off the coast of Massachusetts called Oakmont. And so the story begins when Charles eventually gets on the one ship that goes there, and it's in the middle of this mysterious rainstorm that just hasn't let up. And, like, now this entire town is... Part of, parts of it are flooded. There's all contact with the outside has been cut off. There's a bunch of weird stuff going on. And he just shows up at, like, the weirdest of times. And you just see it all. You know, there's these people called the Innsmouthers. Mm -hmm. huh? Huh? Yeah. And, like, when I say Innsmouthers, man... I mean, Innsmouthers. Yeah, yeah. Weird-looking, um, weird-looking people, weird-looking fish people. Yeah, they're oh, oof. I actually saw a um, a screenshot of one of them, and I'm like, yeah, that's Innsmouth. That's that's Innsmouth. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And so you're you're you he arrives and he's met by a man named main named uh, forget his full name, but it's uh, Johannes. A nice German gentleman in a very stylish, very flashy yellow suit. Wink, wink. I, I wonder what that is. Well, you and I know what that means, but does everyone else know what that means? Um, I'm going to collectively answer no. All I will say is look up the king in yellow. And you will get an idea. Or just type imposter. Anyway. So. Reed's just investigating all this weird stuff in Oakmont. As trying to figure out. What the source of these visions are. Because this man Johannes. Called him to, the, to Oakmont. You know. Saying. I think you'll be able to figure out what's going on with you if you come here. And, you know, Johannes does all these nice things for Charles. He provides him with a place to stay. He uh, gives him advice on what to do. And so now Charles is kind of stuck here. And he's just helping out all these various people that scream Lovecraft lore. Like, uh... There's, I think one of the most notable characters is uh, Robert Throgmorton. This very unique looking person. I think he's related to another of Lovecraft's books. 
Uh, he's a man with an ape-like face. Okay. I don't know what that relates to in Lovecraft's books, but it is interesting. And you know, there's just a lot of weird, creepy stuff going on, and in very Lovecraftian style, as you progress through this game, there is no real happy ending. Yeah, you know, I'm like looking at the endings, and I'm like, yeah, none of these are uh, happy. Good. Like, either you create the apocalypse, you die, or you just say, fuck it, and everything goes to shit. Um, so, live through the apocalypse to die, kill yourself to avoid seeing the apocalypse, or just throw your hands up, break the seals, and let the apocalypse come. Practically. Like, I was looking at it, and to, to add to that second, the first one you said, like, just die, die and let the apocalypse happen. The thing is, is like, I'm not going to spoil as to why he has to do that, but it implies that you only postpone the inevitable. Yeah, like, a very Lovecraftian twist, just, yeah. when it comes to Lovecraft, it's just like, it's the fear of not knowing that he really always played on, and that's, that was his big thing. And I think the game definitely had some shortcomings. Uh, there were some particularly um, strong comments about how some of the characters were designed. Uh, like a lot of the African-American characters had very cartoonish faces and that really bothered people. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people like to, like to speculate, well, you know, that really lines up with Lovecraft's racist ideology. And we're all kind of like, okay, but that's still not cool. That Lovecraft didn't just didn't publish this game, uh, but that's uh, that's really all I have for Sinking City or Sunken City. It's been uh, a while since I looked into it. Let me. I, I just want to comment on it. It's a pretty recent game. So it looked like it came out in you know, 2018, I think. Yeah, yeah, 2019. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, but yeah. Um, uh, earlier this year for like the uh, newer consoles, but. I actually, actually, I learned something from this. I didn't realize Cthulhu had a secret daughter. Yep. Really? Yeah, he has really? a daughter, Cthulhu. Yep. <laughs> so. Cthulhu. Anyway, my next game is going to be one that shouldn't come as much of a surprise. I'm talking about that first game aim that came out when the PS4 first dropped. I'm talking about Bloodborne, the creepy Victorian horror-esque version of Dark Souls. Um, I actually recently got it for myself and have been trying to immerse myself in it. I, I must say, though, in comparison to some of the other stuff that I have, it it hasn't aged very gracefully. Like The graphics are really choppy-looking in some aspects but either way i still very much like the game uh the gameplay is a bit of getting used to to me but uh essentially bloodborne for those who don't know is this horror action game that takes place in a town called yarnum 
And in Yarnum, there is this unique practice known as, uh, what do they call it? Blood healing? Yeah, I think it's called blood healing. It's something with the blood. Yeah, something to do with blood and uh, blood healing and apparently in this world. Yeah, yeah, I'll pull that up. Yeah. And in this place, there's just all this bizarre, frightening lore surrounding uh, surrounding blood healing, and you know, you're this out of towner in the middle of this scary ass night. In Yarnum, and it, there's this event happening called the Hunt, mm-hmm. and so apparently, I don't know what causes it. Nobody knows what causes it, but just scary shit. It happens like monsters appear all over town, all over the city, all over the other parts of the city. And Isn't it implied that like this is a tradition that's been going on for centuries? Yes, like like this has been going on. Like the hunt, quote unquote. I guess it keeps people safe. But again, you don't go outside because there's just all kinds of horrific Evil things thing. outside. Yeah. All these people outside are in angry mobs. So your enemies, your your most basic enemies generally consist of angry mobs, of deranged people, uh, creepy creatures. And what really throws me over is all the bosses in Bloodborne. Yeah. From the cleric demon all the way up to the final battle, or the official final battle. Like, just, you're fighting your fellow hunters, and as you're progressing through this game, everyone around you is dying, or just changing into these not-human things, and it really does play on that form of the fear of things you don't understand, the things that go bump in the night, you know? Yeah, and, and, and just to go ahead and add on to like the environment of it, because I, I love Bloodborne. Um, I'm loving it too. Yeah, and, and it's like, wait, when he says people are dying, like they're actually dying, like you'll go to a house, because normal people are scared to go outside, right? Yeah, like home. most normal people are either scared or they go to the church. Right, and you'll literally like go to a house, talk to somebody from outside the window, and you'll hear them dying. Like they'll be coughing. Or they'll say some shit like, oh, I don't have enough food. Like, people are not well in this town. They're not well yourself, at all. Yourself, just don't go to a self clinic. Yeah. Don't uh-huh. go to a self clinic. Yeah, nah. Um, I want to give a special shout out to, if you don't mind me saying this, Brian. Okay. To Father Gascoigne. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He, he, let me say it like this. He teaches you how to play the game. <laughs> I mean, he teaches you how to play the game like you know how in devil may cry you always have that one boss fight like he's your virgil essentially yeah, he is, he is when your i say he's your virgil like 
okay. he's just the one boss fight, but he will teach you how to play the game. Like everything that you can do, he can do better. Oh wow! <laughs> Pretty much. So you I, have, haven't, you know, I actually yeah. haven't gotten to him yet, but I remember watching the fight very well. Mm. I'm like, I'm dreading when I meet that guy. Yeah, just learn how to. Uh, one, a piece of advice I can give you is dodge. Dodge <laughs> and stun him. Dodge. Dodge. Ah, dodge. But go ahead, man. Your time's almost up. You have about one minute. Sorry. Oh shit. But I'll give you. I'll give him extra because I kind of did take it over a little bit. Yeah. So basically, you're in this scary ass world. And, like, I think one of my favorite bosses, bosses, just one of the creepiest, most subtle ones, was the Witch of Hazewitch. Or, I forget what I forget what it's called, but there's, like, this weird, creepy hunchback lady that hides with creepy magic while her evil corpse, stick corpse thing with a giant sickle keeps walking around towards you trying to kill you. And you gotta keep finding her. Wondering where the hell she is, like, and but what I really do love most about Bloodborne is got to be the combat system and the weapons and the lore that surrounds them, which leads me to my favorite favorite character, which is Garum or Garnum. Ooh, okay. Garnum was probably my favorite character. No, just like, like, this long scary dream is over. Time for the hunt to end. And he ends it. He ends it. And that's what unless, you get the, unless, you get the true, unless you get the true ending and you fight the creepy moon goddess. <laughs> Which is just very creepy. Like there's a lot of all the bo all the all the bosses in the latter half of the game just fucking terrify me. <laughs> the spider. Or that one giant thing with all the arms. Uh, isn't there like just a um a winged thing that's practically like flesh and wings or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 there's a lot of like Lovecraftian stuff in here. There's uh, a lot of make, there's a mix of a lot of different lore in there. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. Like just check out Bloodborne monsters and bosses. And characters, and you'll just see what we mean. Like it's not blood. You yeah, shall. Blood. You will be terrified. On yeah. that note, on that note, where do I get bullets for my gun? Ah, uh, you normally find those. We'll talk about that later, though. <laughs> okay. All right, know. that's all, folks. <laughs> Filthy um, casual. We'll shut up now. All right. So, uh, Thomas Joe fight. Thomas Joe fight. I, I I was just about to ask Joe, did he want to go first or should I go first? Uh, go, go ahead and go. I think I think Joe might be in the oh never mind. No no no, it don't. It don't if I go because I mean, sucks. I've only got one game, and then knowing yeah. there's the other games, but I only got one game, and that. Oh yeah, all right. So I got you. I got you. I'll go first. Don't worry about it. No, I I take it. So I'll take it. I'll take it. Oh, well then go for it. Go why for don't it. you guys just fight over it? Why the f why we gotta fight over it? Then it gotta turn into a manhunt thing, and then no, I don't. 
Exactly. So speaking of manhunt. <laughs> I like the way you did that. I like the way you did that. Look, look, he passed me the ball. I did the layup. It's all good, yeah, man. Right. Oh yeah. The topic of my game of the day is manhunt part one, dealing with a guy named James Earl Cash. Who was supposed to get um, executed? He was on death. He was a death row inmate. Instead of him being executed, um, he had. Well, I think he had a chance to like either get his freedom by trying to escape from where he was at. Um. So we we had his inmate only played the game just one part of the game, and that was the first part of the game, and. I mean, I haven't got the whole feel of the game, so I am sorry, people. But I mean, from this game, um, people used to say if you had that, like, I'm looking for a headset for the P2. Because they said if, like, you make a noise, on, um, like, if you even breathe hard, the men will come after you on the game. Like, really? you can kick, yeah. Like people, like my best, one of my friends turned around and he said he had a headset and he coughed and they just turned around. And the guy that's like directing you into this game or guiding you into the game will will call you out your name, antagonize you, you know, like, don't be a pussy. Like if you close up on this guy to kill this person, you even sneeze the person that heard you through your own headset will turn around and fucking kill you, you know, catch you off, catch you one good time. Like, you got to hold a certain button for it to go green, okay, that's, red, That's yellow. absolutely a wild game mechanic. And the only other game that I've seen something like voice activation in is, like, C-Man. Oh, yeah? And that was not a horror movie, a horror game. Although, you could kind of say it's a horror game. But yeah, I mean, I, I really need like some of my games on the PlayStation Two. Oh, I'm sorry, some of my games on the PlayStation Two are are like halfway me beaten because I enjoyed them that much. Like I'm not gonna beat it because I don't want to beat it. Because if I beat it, then it's done, which means that I'm not gonna go back to it. And for Manhunt, it's like. It was like, only got to like the first part when I put the fucking plastic bag over the dude head. And I could have held that button for the longest just to, you know, kill him off. Or when you have that, that baseball bat and you swinging at his head and you scared that he's going to end up turning around. You know, you just give him a slight button that you don't want to kill him. I think these games that turn around and most of these parents that's out here that turn around and go get their children and grand theft autos and shit like that. And not reading the ratings um yeah because i remember with kids kids getting this game in particular yeah it yeah. throws back all the way back to like mortal kombat like first mortal kombat they're the reason that we have the esrb yeah like parents don't buy your kids i don't care how good your kid is how many a's and b's they get on the report cards no no. I mean, I, I think it, 
I think it just, you know, fucking uh, Manhunt is more like Squid Games. It's just one person playing it by itself. Or he's trying not to get tagged. <laughs> or he's the person that... I, I, I would say it's like Squid Games. Yeah. But or, it's like yeah. it, or it's like it, and he got to tag... The way he got to tag him, he got to kill him. You know? Um... No, I, I totally get that. Yeah, you know, um, fucking, um, I never played part two, but part two is dealing with a guy named Daniel and Leo. Um, but I really need to finish part one, but part one started doing like it'll mess with your head. Like you turn around and you hear them words from the Joker. You have only, you it only takes one bad day. And when you play this game, you feel like, you know, you want to release some stress. This is the game to go to. But you got to, you got to have your composure in check. Like, that's not you. That's yeah. Not cool. <laughs> it seemed like one of those games where it's a great stress reliever, but can yeah. also cause great stress. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's not me. Like, your mom's like, come get dinner. Or your dad's like, I'm kicking your ass later on. And yeah, you just like Brian's intro came in. Like, I thought the kid was going to end up hurting somebody, but I was like, oh shit. You know, <laughs> it's time getting welcome. How do you know I won't? <laughs> oh, I like, oh, shit. The way he said the story, I was like, oh shit, it's getting dark. They I came was, in with the controllers and did something, you know? <laughs> low-key, low-key, I was actually really into, into that story. I'm not going to lie. I didn't say it beforehand, but I was really into that story, Bri. So again, and yeah, I got to do something with those because those are too good. Yeah. Yeah, but... Um, it, 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 oh, my, oh. My, my intros for, for the month will be scary. You know, October and all that. Awesome, yeah, you, awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah, they, they are awesome. They they turn everything into a hitman. Like, shit, you got to check your closets and see if the hitman 47 is in there or some shit, you know? So I'll, I'll say this and let Joe continue. Um, So everyone just be prepared for me to kiss my pants for every podcast. Um, So just letting you guys know that. Go ahead. What the what? The what? <laughs> I'm going to be pissing my pants. <laughs> if Brian keeps doing those horror horror intros, I'm pissing my pants for every podcast. Yeah. So go ahead, Joe. But uh on on the ending of my note, I mean, Manhunt is a game for adults to play, but the adults really need to keep just keep your mind sane. Just really keep your mind sane. Don't don't feel like you have to open that puzzle box to, you know, like, I can pull this shit off. I can do it. No, you can't. But, um, yeah, I mean, shit. I have, like I said, I really got to go into the adventures of James Earl Cash. That's the name of the character. And take that trip and just don't mind. It's just people on the game. It's not real. It's people on the game. You can... Get your hands a little dirty sometimes, but uh, otherwise than that, let me give out my game honors out because another game that I need to finish is Evil Within. So I can play Evil Within too. Yo. <laughs> I was just about to say, isn't there a second? 
Evil Within? Yes. Yeah. It's so good. The second yeah, one is they, so much better. The first one fucked me up running from the chainsaw, man. Yeah, and that then, first one's good, too. So underrated. Yeah. Right now, I'm running for something that came out of the TV, like the ring, the ring chick, but Ooh. totally different, you know? Yeah. And I'm going to end my, my end my parts right here, but I'm going to end my part over here with the movie homework. Zach. What's up? Pieces. Pieces? You gotta I got watch you. Pieces. I got you. I got you. Hey, our audience needs to watch the stuff. And listen to that yeah, nice y'all... little theme song. <laughs> Alright. Um, Any idea where we can find the stuff? So um, you can either find it on Tubi. Mm-hmm. It's, Tubi is a free app and whatnot. You know, you find it on Tubi. You ain't gotta put my unless you got unless you mind dealing with commercials and shit. Yeah. You find it on Tubi. Yeah. And, and of course, you know, you can find it on your usual bandit market websites. Yeah. Oh, I, I definitely have a few of those. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's an 80s movie, so it shouldn't be hard to find. Mm-mm, mm-mm. So, yeah, it's just a fun movie. And yeah, kids, don't, um, just don't eat white stuff off the ground. Yeah. Please don't. Don't eat, don't eat white stuff, period. I mean, some of y'all. Some of y'all some is y'all, healthy. Some of y'all, you know, <laughs> don't worry about eating the white stuff. If it's white stuff, it's <laughs> as a, as a general... That's all I'm gonna say. Don't taste the red sauce. <laughs> As a general rule of thumb, don't eat white stuff off the ground. It may be alien jet. Right, right. right. Off the ground. <laughs> exactly. I, I, I would recommend not eating a lot of white stuff that you don't know what it is instead of just off the ground or not off the ground. I mean, what? Because uh, it could be some white stuff like let's say on a tree are you still gonna eat that well you know no but i'm just talking about that cream filling <laughs> uh, oh 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 that was, Wait, uh, was like real bad real out of nowhere um see, the uh, stuff can become ho-hos yeah ho-hos show ass out of here that could, that could be the stuff too <laughs> that could be the stuff too bro ho-hos love white <laughs> Ho-ho's love white stuff. They do. Oh my god. You tell me. You tell the truth. You tell the truth. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. How would you like to? Don't apologize. That that was hilarious. <laughs> but uh, on my notes, I'm gonna pass the mic to uh to Thomas. I gotta move my I gotta move my vehicle because Teddy's trying to leave out. <laughs> all right, all right. Go ahead, Thomas. Go ahead. All, all right. right, Joe. Mute yourself before oh, yeah. you go. What's up? Mute yourself before you go. Who me? I'm I'm already, I'm already muted. I'm, 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 on, I'm, on, I'm on Joe's. Uh, if, if you notice when I'm when I talk, you, you'll see Joe's picture pop up and not mine. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking to. That's what I'm about to uh, do right now. Oh, okay, oh, cool, oh. cool, cool. I just want to make sure. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, no all problem. Right. It's raining so much out here all of a sudden. Okay. Don't open your mouth, it's white stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> yes, um, of course it's rain over here in the Midwest. Where there's nothing to do besides eat corn. 
Give it another couple weeks, and it's gonna yep. turn to snow real fucking quick. Oh, Jesus. Oh, okay, don't say, don't say that. It's not gonna be another couple weeks. We're hoping for January. Thomas, it's gonna be tomorrow. <laughs> you know it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be tomorrow. tomorrow. I mean, if it's tomorrow, that means we have to have a 50 degree drop, which is not unheard of here in Chicago. Exactly. <laughs> but go on. <laughs> Okay, so my uh my horror games that uh I want to talk about. I I'm first of all I'm not very big into horror games, but I have played a couple and the first one I want to talk about is Clock Tower 2. It's it's technically the third game in the series here in the states. Uh sorry, period. Uh but here in the states it's the second one. Uh there was one on Super Nintendo, and then the remake on PS2, and Tower, I mean PS1, and Clock Tower on PS1 as well. It's basically the story about a girl who is just going to go visit her family. Then she finds out that a bunch of very, very weird supernatural things uh, start happening. She's possessed by somebody named, uh, what was it, Blair? Or Blaine? Sorry, I don't have it up right now. Are you talking about the very first one? No, 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 I'm talking about the second So the main character's name is Alyssa Hale, H-A-L-E, and she is being possessed by Bates, which turns out to be her twin brother. Um... Who died at childbirth because they were cursed twins in this family. And her dad decided, you're cursed, so we gotta bury you under a tree. And you find, she finds out all of this throughout the, the telling of the story and is also encountered by this random scissor. It, it's this dude that has shears, and I know nothing else about him. I didn't want to really look, up, look him up, look into him. Um, all I know about this guy is that he had some shears and he can cut through a fucking crate. Um, uh, what I know about Scissor Man is the fact that he's, uh, someone that looks like a child with the with big scissors. So imagine a small person with an ugly face with giant scissors constantly, like, using them. Opening and closing them, opening and closing them. That's kind of his signature thing. Um, I played the original SNES. That's what I... I wouldn't say I grew up off of it, but I played it during my teenage years. So, but go on. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I... Well, I guess that would kind of be my teenage years. That was when I was 13 when I got the game. So, I, I still just didn't even crack it open. I saw it, I was like, well, I cracked it open, I played a little bit of the intro, and then I was like, I'm bored with this game. Um, then I know somebody who uh, played it and was like, yeah, that game is terrifying. And then that's when I was like, yeah, I'm good, I'm good on this game. <laughs> um, but that's pretty much it for about Fox Tower that I wanted to talk about. It's, just, it, it's supposed to be a very, very good game, very, very dumb because that's really what all horror things are to me 
the storylines anyway. And yeah. Oh, uh, real quick, I just want to mention the fact that the game over screen is is dead end. It doesn't say game over. It says dead end. Wait, just dead end? I'm, like, sorry, for the, um, I'm sorry, for the original SNES, I meant to say. Like the very, very, oh, very, okay. very, the first clock tower, which is what, again, I played. I forgot, like, whenever Scissor Man kills you, the game over screen fades to black and says dead end in big red letters. Okay, that is actually pretty cool. Like um, also, just to add on to the conversation real quick, it, each game has multiple endings, except for the third one, I think. And I think we were talking about this off mic, but the third game doesn't really belong in the series, right? I'm pretty sure that I'm one... Sure that and I can look this up real quick as you go on. That one turned into Clock Tower 3. It wasn't originally a Clock Tower game, I don't think. Right. So, but yeah, go ahead. But yeah. That's what you were doing. Same. Okay. Well, my next game uh, is... I was going to talk about Thrill Kill, but I think I'm actually going to talk about The Walking Dead, since I played this one the most recently. The Telltale game. So, the Telltale game starts you off with uh, Lee. He's this guy who was a professor. Um, ended up killing someone because uh, I think his wife was having an affair with the guy. And you start off with him being driven to jail by a police officer. And the police officer's like, hey, man, you don't even seem like that bad of a guy. I understand the situation that you were in. Sorry if this happened, but it shouldn't have killed a guy. And then he runs into a body. We don't know that you know, zombies are happening right now or anything, but the car gets run off the road and the sheriff person who was driving him dies. He picks up the keys and, you know, tries to save himself from the incoming zombies that uh, just hit his car and are just in the surrounding area and heard the car crash. And it was, that opening scene was just very, very I don't want to say terrifying to me because it, 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 it didn't scare me. It was just more tense. It was very, very tense. But you keep going along in the game and more events happen. There's a lot more jump scares. There's, the zombies aren't even the scariest part. It's the people. The people are the, the terrifying thing in The Walking Dead. Like, anytime that you come across somebody, you don't know if they're trying to kill you, if they're trying to eat you, or if they want to help you. Um, it, it could be man, woman, child, doesn't matter. You're wary of every single living being other than yourself. And it, it's just a really good game. Telltale did a fantastic job of bringing the series into light like that and giving us uh, multiple choices in how to go about the game. I know that every one of the games have different endings as well. So... Yeah, it's, it's, it's a fun game that you can just replay anytime, and I definitely think that everyone should give it a chance. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, I'm down. Like, The Walking Dead, like, to, to provide my opinion on it, it's, it's a really good, and like you said, like, you don't know if you could trust any human 
in their hell when I first saw Michonne for the first time I wasn't sure if you could trust her because she was walking around with those two zombies it's like okay what's going on with her is she saying that she insane because she definitely didn't look sane when you first seen Michonne at all but come to find out oh yeah out, she was bae come to find out uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah like the, the first time yeah yeah the first time that i saw michonne it was because i was reading a comic book um Me too. yeah she she just kind of appears out of the woods with two walkers on chains and she's just like hey um what's up y'all y'all got food and stuff and they were just like who the fuck are you and why are where have you been? What's going on? They they were so very confused. But all she had with her was basically the two zombies and a sword. And she had survived pretty much the entire... Uh, actually, she's as far as I know, she's still living in the comics that are over now. Yeah, because I think... Yeah, I think... Yeah, and those zombies were... Um, yeah, I'm... Her brother and her baby daddy. Or something like that yeah it was something like that um because because yeah like yeah i think yeah she still is alive even though like you know the people died constantly like she's one of the few characters that still survived like even some characters that you thought were still going to be alive are gone at this point but she's still alive so that shows how badass she is yeah and she even retired at one point in the comics, but that that's none of the stuff that I wanted to talk about for The Walking Dead on Michonne's part. On Michonne's part, in the comics, um, the horror scene that I wanted to talk about happened during the arc when they were in the prison with the governor. And the governor basically uh, kidnapped her and Glenn. And kept them separated for a few days or a week or something like that. Meanwhile, the entire time, they were just beating up on Glenn. But they were beating and raping uh, Michonne. So once they broke out, Michonne decided, hey, I'm going to take some revenge. And she found the governor in his place. Like, in his own personal room. Um was standing there, was not even standing there, was just there. He comes in, locks the door and everything, and he's like, ah, oh, cool, I'm at home. And then she gets to work. She does so, so many terrible things. I, I don't even want to, I don't want to say them because I don't want to spoil you reading this for yourself. That was definitely the peak of Walking Dead, the governor arc. And yeah, like, he deserved everything Michonne did to him after that. Oh, absolutely. And I also bring up Michonne because I think I am going to finally play the Telltale uh, Walking Dead Michonne game. I haven't played it yet, and I really want to see what they did. Cool, cool. Nice. Yeah, nice. Thanks. And yeah, that's that's pretty much for me. Um, I guess Real Kill is my, uh, my, my honorable mention, and I guess, um, who framed Roger Rabbit? Now, Thrill Kill, let's talk about Thrill Kill first real quick, because I guess now we can just hop into honorable mention. Um, 
Thrill Kill is such an interesting game that I never thought I would be playing a fighting game where I'm playing as like a little person on stilts, killing other people. <laughs> you you mean a a murderous psychopathic little person on spike stilts that is very athletic. It's still a little person on... It is ridiculous, like... A little person on still. Just, just... And they're swole, too. And, oh, oh yeah, that's right. There was a guy with no arm. Oh, yeah. There, there was a guy with no arm. Wasn't the, the nurse blind or something I'm like that? Like and this. Actually, I'm going to put a... Uh, I'm going to put the character designs in the chat so everyone else can see. So... Um, Thrill Kill, just to go ahead and give some history, it was a cancelled game in 1998. It was practically done. I think all they need to add was like some moats or something like that. Cause the and the only way to get this game is through emulation. So it's okay to to emulate this one. But yeah, plus that came out for the original PlayStation. And yeah, like you have some crazy character designs in this. Um, and it's a shame that this did not come out. Yeah, it was actually finished before it got canceled and chilled permanently. So, like, all the bills that you, well, most of the bills that you would find nowadays, I think, would be the more finished copy than when I played it back in the day, which was, uh, I actually played a demo version on PlayStation, and... I downloaded the game when I was in college and played it a little bit. It it was very, very bad. The PlayStation emulation wasn't as good back then. Uh, I should try it again uh, now that it's been some time. There you said, um, what was the other game again? Oh, who framed Roger Rabbit? <laughs> why is that a horror game? Or why? what makes that one creepy? I'm interested. You're going to say what I think you're going to say. You, you mean the fact that tunes exist and they can become psychopathic murderers? I'm sorry, I was trying to come up with a two frame Roger Rabbit <laughs> reference. <laughs> reference. <laughs> I, I don't think that there's one other than that, uh, you know, staring daggers line, but. No, I was thinking of um, when the guy said, I can even have my voice like this. That part. Oh. I forgot the whole line. I, I don't remember it myself either, but I remember that scene. And oh my God, that was terrifying. Also, that was, uh, what's his name? The guy who played Doc Brown. Christopher something. Christopher Lloyd. Lloyd, yeah. It was Christopher Lloyd who played that, and yeah. I think that was the first time that I saw Christopher Lloyd ever was in that. That's the first time I remember seeing him ever. And I see for me, for me, it was always Bad to the Future. That that's a horrible movie. No, but like fuck, man. Yeah, I remember. I know why you picked that, just because of that one scene when that big reveal. Yeah, that's what I mean. I, that was a creepy yeah, thing. Those, eyes, those animated eyes, man. 
I remember actually being creeped out by that as a kid. Not really scared, but like I remember just being really creeped out by that. Cringe. It, it was a very terrifying part. Remember me? Those red eyes. Okay. So, so it's funnier now than what it was back then. I right when Ryan just said that, I was just like, "Oh man." You're welcome. I I pictured the voice. But um, I, I guess I might if I get, hop into my honorable mentions real quick. Yeah, go for it. Um, so I got here. Of course, I'm just gonna res mention Resident Evil and give a special shout outs to seven and eight, which they really turned that series around. Like, I think that was like right before Resident Evil was like getting, going through a drought, because um, a lot of people weren't satisfied with six at all. And a lot of people hated six. So when seven came out, people were hesitant about it because it was in first person. Uh, but it seems to be going back to the whole survival horror aspect of it, which it did successfully. And that's actually one of the few games I want to play in VR. Because they, there's a lot of moments where the enemies get in your face. And it's like very uncomfortable. <laughs> and then, again, I want to play those games with my headphones on too. Because, man oh man, the sound effects. I'm a big fan of good sound effects, especially in horror movies. Uh, shout out to Trick or Treat um, with their sound effects in one scene in particular. Uh, but since we're not talking about Trick or Treat, I'll go back to Resident Evil. Um, but yeah, that series just continues to kick ass to this day. Um, the remakes are good. 7 and 8 were good. So Capcom is really kicking ass with Resident Evil right now. Um, also, want to give a shout out to Call of Duty Zombies. Uh, while I'm not a big Call of Duty fan, the zombie mode is always fun to play. Um, fucking, the zombies act like, actually act like zombies when you take off their legs, they're crawlers. Um, they're not afraid to group up on you. Uh, you got some of the werewolves too. Well, not werewolves, but I, I guess they are werewolves or hellhounds or whatever you want to call them. Um, you got those, the fact that you got like different kinds of weapons and in some modes you can play as celebrities. Like I think there was one mode where you played as like some of the presidents. I forgot which one that was. But you did get to play as like, I think you played as like Nixon and Lincoln and stuff like that. Um, so that was pretty fun. So yeah, zombies continue to be bloody amazing. Um, playing as Lincoln sounds pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. I forgot. I forgot. But he was a vampire killer. He was also a wrestler. Indeed he was. He, he was many things. He was also... The guy who inspired George Washington. One. Uh, he, he indeed inspired George Washington to form this great country of ours. Yeah. Um, all of the books that come and all the and all yeah and all the fucking persecutions that came with that. Hey 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 hey! We don't talk about that. Yes, we do. Hey hey! We we, we only drink beer. And fight and give freedom out to people. Exactly, and we you know we get uh, Thomas Edison, who except, he, I mean, she, except, except uh, the native. Look, look, look! We don't talk about you know those those bad times of America because America only did good things. No, we didn't. America only did good things. What the heck is slavery? We don't know what slavery is. Native <laughs> Americans, we don't know what that. What? 
That happens. No. The sarcasm is amazing right now. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> Pretty much. But all right. Any, any other honorable mentions? Anyone else have? I have, I have a couple. Go so my first, so uh, my first honorable mention is Devil May Cry Three Special Edition, just because it has some very horror esque elements to it. And I always loved how the how the designs of the monsters were, just like. Like, yeah, that would scare the shit out of a normal person. Real quick, special shout outs to Little V for doing the best remake to Cerberus' theme ever. Yes. yes. Anyway. Right. Yes. My second honorable mention goes to uh, <laughs> Zombie Majima from the Yakuza Kiwami game. Nice. Ah, I remember that. Okay. Okay. Good one. Good one. Good one. Yep. Yep, Zombie Majima. I'm just like, I'm just like looking at this. I'm like, God damn it, Nishida. Hello. Zombie. Right, we're here. Oh, we're here. But yeah, like, that's uh, those are my honorable mentions. Nice. Although nice. you can you, you can give a shout out to oh. Majima in any situation. Hey, Joe, and uh, actually, Joe and Theo gave theirs already, didn't they? Their honorable mention. Their honorable mention. Uh, I mean, Joe and Theo, sorry. No, I didn't get my my honorable mentions. I'll just go over them real quick. Um, Aliens, which is which is which is which just came out maybe like two months ago, three months ago for the uh, PS4. And then Predator, which has been out for a year mm. as well. And mm. then there's another one that you guys kind of reminded me of. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's Was called it? Zombie Army 4, where you're uh, basically fighting Adolf Hitler and his cronies. Uh, wait, so so this is also, basically also, like also, Doom, but not Doom? Uh, wait, so, uh, wait but, talk one at a time, I can't, I can't hear you guys. Say it again now. Uh, I said, so it's like Doom, but not Doom? Uh, I don't... I don't know about Doom, but I mean, it's a, it's a third person shooter, you know, and you're fighting zombies uh, over there in uh, Europe, and uh, the last boss is Adolf Hitler. <laughs> Quick shout out to Adolf Hitler. That's what the actual sound Yeah. Like, yep. Like, just throwing a quick shout out to Alien Isolation. Yes, sir. Yeah, but that's all, that's all, that's all I got to say, though. So those are my shout outs. Thomas already went over The Walking Dead, so that was going to be my shout out too, which is a great ass game, by the way. But yeah, that's all I got to say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was definitely going to say Aliens versus Predators, because you, you missed that when you said Aliens and then Predator. Yeah, predator. <laughs> all right, right, right. True. True. And I already gave my shout outs to um, Evil Within and Evil Within 2, so play part one. I just need to be part one. Really. <laughs> That's the game that I will play in the dark and then end up cutting on all the lights because I'm like, uh uh, fuck that shit. No. I need to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. You within and you within part two. So, yeah, check those out. I mean, it's what it is. What it is. 
All right, all right. Um, I guess since everyone got the honorable mentions out of the way, we can go ahead and close out here. Um, just want to thank everyone for coming and everyone for listening and even clicking on our luscious podcast. Uh, if you want more of us to be inside of your brain, coming through your ears, hit us up, Night Shift Bandits, anywhere you get your podcast from. And of course, all social media platforms. If you want to donate to us, we got a Patreon. If you want to only do one lump sum, we got to go fund me, which also helps fund our other podcast, the, the Perspectives Discussions, where we talk about love, life, and relationships. And of course, that's anywhere you get your podcast from, or <clears throat> you can find it on any social media platform at this point by that name. And again, we're the Night Shift Bandits, and that's Perspectives Discussions. And this is Brian taking us out. Thank you again for tuning in with us from the Night Shift Bandits. We are now going to clock out so that you guys can clock in. Enjoy your night shifts. This has been the Night Shift Net Bandits. Don't forget to check us out next week. And please, please help us be able to do this for a living. Please, please, please. Happy Prelated Halloween. Happy. Hollows Eve, everyone.